0: Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com, and you know what, at its core a video game is simply just that. A contest between player and computer in which, assuming things have been programmed correctly, there must be a fair chance of the human beating that cold and calculating mass of wires and code. But these games, however, well, they don't do that. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 8 video games that don't play by your rules. Number 8. Command & Conquer Tiberian Wars When it comes to real-time strategy games like the almighty Command & Conquer series, planning, preparation, and knowing exactly when to strike are skills that you need to master if you're to ever come out on top. If you're not thinking 10 steps ahead of your opponent, then you might have lost the battle before it's even started. Then again, you might also lose simply because the computer is a cheating little wretch. When playing Tiberian Wars, you might notice that your opponent always seems to be able to build up their bases far quicker than you're ever able to, which led to some fans looking into the -the behind-the-scenes numbers generated in this title, and what they found was as comical as it was devious. It turned out that a full harvester is worth twice as much to the computer as it is to you, and that their build speed is far higher than you can ever get. Plus, if you manage to eliminate their resources, then the computer will still randomly give itself some cash to keep it going. On harder difficulties, this totally changes the tone of the game, as it becomes a desperate hunt to take down their harvesters before they can return to base, as otherwise, you'll be overwhelmed before you can even build a portable toilet for your soldiers to hide in. Number 7. Twisted Metal 2 Now, the Twisted Metal tournaments aren't exactly the sort of sporting events that draw in the most reputable sorts. From serial killers to even demonic spirits, the roster is basically a police lineup of the world's most wanted. Therefore, it's almost understandable how much the computer AI cheats its dirty little socks off. The most noticeable stink that these computer-controlled characters kick up is when it comes to how they use their special moves. For the player, well, you have to use a meter that, once it's depleted, means you can't use your special move again until it's full. Pretty understandable. Understandable, right? Because, after all, if you had access to all that power at all times, then the game would be a little unfair, correct? Well, tell that to these asphalt-shredding AI asshats. The computer can and will run absolutely rampant on higher difficulties, especially in Twisted Metal 2, unleashing all of their special attacks with wanton abandon, keeping you forever in a stun lock, and likely causing your love for the title to run out of gas pretty quickly. Number 6. The Street Fighter Franchise So, I think it goes without saying that the fighting game genre is basically swimming in absolute BS when it comes to boss battles. Even worse, though, is when you see the computer cheating right in front of you. Take, for example, the Street Fighter series, in which certain characters activate their special moves by holding a direction for a second or two in one direction before inputting the rest of their combo chain. Now, for players, this usually means having to stay still momentarily to set up an attack, but the computer? Well, they're not having any of it, mate, and will routinely continue moving about the stage before unleashing an attack which has absolutely no telegraphing whatsoever and thus becomes even harder to block. The likes of Blanka will lope about the place before barreling a hole into your chest, and it takes the utter piss when you know that such moves would require you to charge holding backwards and then see the computer walking towards you and then doing it. I tell you, it's enough to boil your piss. Number 5. Yu-Gi-Oh! re of Destruction If you're to mention Reshef of Destruction to Yu-Gi-Oh! fans, then you may actually see them shudder to their core, as this will likely bring war flashbacks racing to their minds. Now, this is not a good game by any stretch of the imagination. Cruelly unfair and ridiculously arduous to get through, and many consider this to be the least essential game to try and complete in the series. And that's to say nothing of the absolute silly bollocks that the final few bosses implement when you come close to the end of the game. If you've slogged your way through to this point, then you might well be thinking that you've seen it all and done it all. However, trust me, pal, you're in for a real eye-opener. Take, for instance, the final two bosses starting LP, which absolutely shatters the game's limit of 8,000 by rocking 20,000 and 40,000 respectively. Immediate shenanigans aside, things get even more ridiculous when you see what decks this pair are rocking, as they sport multiple copies of absolutely game-breaking cards that the player, understandably, given their shocking power, is limited to just one of per deck. This creates battles that are Quite literally stacked against you, and will leave you cursing both bosses and this game for such unfair du Number 4. Warhammer Blood Bowl Now, I do love me some Blood Bowl. Whether it's on the tabletop or through the brilliant digital titles, Games Workshop's z- 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 take on American Football is an utter blast, combining fantasy creatures, ridiculously over-the-top moves, and of course, the ability to kill the opposing team. Oh god, I love it. Seriously, that's a viable tactic, as is being a dirty cheat and fouling players when they're on the floor. To be honest, with some of the teams bringing chainsaws to the matches, it's a case of everything being legal until the ref spots it. And even in those cases, you can always try and bri- them. Basically, it's a sport for dirty players, but the computer-controlled teams in the 2010 Blood Bowl game take cheating to a whole new level thanks to a combination of player skills that the rulebook intrinsically states are completely and utterly illegal. Now, In this game, when players are performing well, they earn points to unlock special skills such as being able to re-roll bad dice or making them more sturdy on the pitch, yet certain combinations are banned for being utterly game-breaking, such as grab plus frenzy. This deadly combo, on paper at least, allows the Player to block an opponent, push them into a square of their own choosing, and then follow up for another attack. This can result in being able to push players off the pitch, eliminating them until the next touchdown, which is pretty rough, right? But it's a good thing that that's impossible to do in the tabletop version, right? We'll tell that to the computer because it's an utter cheating bastard and does it all the time. But side note if you'd like to check out more board game content like this, then go over to Live and Let's Dice. It's my personal gaming channel where I do loads of little things like this and tons of Warhammer content as well. So yeah, plug, 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 plug. Number 3. Mortal Kombat Special Forces In the majority of action games, the odds are never really stacked in your favour. You're usually outnumbered, outgunned, and likely only wearing a Burger King napkin as armour when compared to the gear that your foes are kitted out in. Still, at least you've got your wits, stealth, and of course the ability to hide in foliage to get one over on your enemies. Problem is, though, that many, many games seem to have an issue with omnipresent AI, aka enemies that instantly know where you are the moment you step out into a clearing. You might not even be able to see them, but they sure as hell can see you. But Mortal Kombat Special Forces, however, dials up this broken ability to the extreme, as here not only can every guard in the stage see where you are before you can see them thanks to their AI extending beyond the render distance of the bloody title, but get this, if you use a sniper rifle to try and pick them off, they can use your scope in reverse to see you. Try and wrap your brain around that, absolutely broken and utterly infuriating. Number 2. TNA Impact In the wrestling business, the structuring of who is going to win each match and how it's going to affect both the victor and the loser is ironically a delicate and precise form, considering that it's usually centering around two big bits of beef slapping the marbling off one another. This act of putting someone over can sometimes be muddied by backstage politics and talent refusing to do the job for the new up-and-coming baby-oiled bruiser, and that mentality can actually be found in full force in TNA Impact's one and only wrestling game of the same name. As enjoyable an experience as the title is, the game had one deeply rooted issue, and that is that the homegrown talent, aka the actual real-world wrestlers, do not enjoy letting one of your misshapen and ugliest sin creations get one over on them. For a start, no matter what stats your chosen wrestler may appear to have, they will always be far lower than any established talent, with their attacks doing a much higher percentage of damage than yours can ever do. Scaling to your own power isn't the only trick they play, though, because behind the scenes there's also an invisible clock of sorts counting down to your doom. Mess around long enough, and the real-life wrestlers might simply decide that they've had enough of the new guy and counter every move that you can do before slamming you with their finisher out of nowhere. It's a harsh lesson to learn, but I guess we now know to put away the roster before it decides to go into business for itself. And number 1. Burnout 3 Takedown Rubber banding is a term well-known, and in some instances much maligned by digital drivers on the circuit. In principle, the act of making sure the gap between first and last place is enough that a bad crash won't write off your race entirely is a good thing, but there's also nothing more infuriating than being in first place only to have another racer drive so perfectly you can't shake them at all, likely leading to more mistakes being made and that pole position plummeting. Now let it be known, Burnout 3 Takedown is pretty much this franchise firing on all cylinders. It's incredibly quick, it's incredibly slick, and has so much carnage that it makes Destruction Derby look like a Sunday drive with Yanan, but it also likes to play dirty. The devs decided that they really wanted to push the player to find shortcuts in their races, and thought that the best way to do this was to absolutely break the rubber banding of their drivers. If you're to ignore the shortcuts in this game, then racers drive perfectly, and you'll never be able to shake them from second place. Even if you took them out over and over again, they'd still catch up to you in mere seconds, meaning that if you're ever going to be able to beat these broken tailgates you're going to need to experiment with shortcuts it's a great idea to push players into the unknown but uh still it's a big dirty cheater planning for your next trip